The following podcast intro has been approved for all audiences. The rest of the podcast, not so much. From the minds that brought you Star Wars fan films like The Unknown Discovery and Rise of the Troopers and the web series sensation 21 Days of Seton comes a podcast critics are calling A podcast, about an hour long, and it's free. In a world full of bad news that will just bum you out, it's three filmmakers who love to talk movies, TV shows, comics, and of course, Star Wars. All while letting their geek flag fly high. Oh, and they've got their own projects too. Every week, it's The 21 Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome. Dave Cottingham here with Russell Johnson. Hello, thanks for having me. Chad Perkins. Hello, there I am. And we are 21 Productions, and we are back for the first video of the new year, 2016. Yes. And we are doing our first video on the review, for our full review of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, we saw this thing for the fourth time the other night, so we are here to ready to kind of break it down and talk about it, everything from our issues, our problems, to everything we loved about it. So we're just going to dive right into it. Um, I, I've talked a lot about this on on Inside the Force with Casey, so uh, a lot of this stuff's going to be centered towards these guys, um, uh, their their review and their their issues and questions for the for the film. So, but uh, let's go ahead and start off with right away. Now, if you can, <clears throat> kind of talk back to when you first saw the, after that first Thursday when we saw it, the opening night. Okay. You kind of think about it and say. <laughs> Russ, give me your full review uh, of the movie after your first showing. After after the first viewing, I would say that uh, f- a I thought it was awesome. Just kind of get it right off the board there. Like I loved it. Uh, it at the time it a lot of things went through my head, so it really didn't exceed my expectations, but it didn't fall short of them either. So I kind of felt hit right where I had hoped it would go. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, and again, this is after the first showing. So a lot of things, a lot of, you know, a lot of talking going on and uh, speculation and things like that. So I probably got a little more wrapped up into like the details of the movie versus just like how I felt about it from the get go. I, th- I found out how I felt about it. I told you yesterday that the more I see it, the more I like it because I kind of see it from a different perspective, and I don't have all that, inf- you know, those those needs and expectations going in. So um, after the first, my just bottom, you know, review right there was it was it was a great movie. And I loved it from the very first showing. So, Chadwick, yeah, um, I almost didn't get to enjoy it the first time. I enjoyed it immensely more the second time, right? And that's because. I you know call it what you will, but I was very I was super excited, super anxious. <laughs> but that's the right word. I was anxious because uh, I was you didn't want it to suck. Well, I was judging and trying to calculate things as it happened, you know. So from the very first, uh, like just for a quick example, when Poe was meeting Kylo Ren for the first time, and he was like, "So how's this? Do I do I talk first? You talk first? It's like, oh, like at that point, like now I love it. Like, oh, that's great. That's his mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. I love that that's in there. It's perfect comedy timing. But the first, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, uh, 
is is that good? You know, is that a good sign? Is are they going to make this into a Marvel movie where it's just joke <coughs> after joke after joke? So all right. throughout, I was analyzing what I'd seen up to that point and computing and trying to think about what was coming next, just because I just didn't want it to be bad. But credits roll, ah, happy, good. I loved it. Um, I had some, you know, some issues in the very beginning, but we'll get into those later, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the second time I saw it, and I actually got to be like, okay, you can relax, just enjoy it. Ah, so much better. It it, it jumped up. Uh, the third time I saw it, it jumped up. You know, it's only gotten better for me each time. Okay. So. Okay, so then we'll we'll reverse back then. So after last night, we saw it for the fourth time. Mm-hmm. Has your review of it changed at all? Is it? I think it stopped at the third time. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it I has gotten better? Yes, it has gotten better from the initial. And what about you? Yeah, um, I mean, yesterday didn't do anything to make it more i will say and i told i've told chad this and i probably maybe told you this too um when we first got into finding out about star wars being remade and stuff um we were so many expectations and i was thinking about you know what's this thing to do with it we had these speculations and things like that well the third viewing for me i went to i went with you guys the first night uh, my wife and everybody else again on second night Third time I go see it, I go with just my 11 year old daughter, um, and that showing right there sold it for me. Because for me as a Star Wars fan, I had my issues, I had my expectations, but watching her watch this movie was what my hopes were were going in when we first heard about Disney. Because I, I think I made the statement. Once Disney bought this, I'm like, they're not making Star Wars movies for me anymore. They're making it for the younger generation. And my 11-year-old daughter, who I was kind of hesitant to – I wanted to see how she reacted to it. And as soon as the movie was over, she was just like, oh, it's over. Oh, my gosh. She goes, I didn't, I didn't take my eyes off the screen the entire time. Um, she goes, I couldn't stop watching everything. I was like – that's a great movie right there because it did for her what it did for me when I was nine years old. Right. So for me, that just elevated it. This, this, so all my, all my, you know, geeky concerns and questions and, you know, threads and storylines and all that stuff. I still have all those, but just as a, just as a star Wars movie coming back into popular culture, that sold it for me. That mm-hmm. was just like she that night. She that night is the first time I've taken her a bunch of movies. That night, before she went to bed, she came up and hugged, hugged me and said, "Dad, thanks for taking me to Star Wars today." Like, and she loves Ray. I mean, she. I mean, so to me, that was like it's it's the greatest movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think mean, I had a similar <coughs> uh, experience my third time because I went with someone who hadn't seen it before and that also wasn't a huge Star Wars fan either. So I was kind of. You know, watching their reaction mm-hmm. and seeing if they laughed at at the parts, and I knew what was coming up, so I was kind of like, eh, wait, for this, "Wait for this!" And then, and it was a positive reaction, so that made mm-hmm. me. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near, right? You know, yeah, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't my daughter, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but it's, don't, it's, don't have one of those. Yeah. But um, I think that's why the third one was really the best for me. Yeah. That's just what it was for me. You know, I was hope my, I get two young boys and hopefully they grow up and they'll get into it and they'll have that same 
amazement. I mean, she was just in awe of like everything that was on screen. And yeah, in the in I felt I felt like it again <clears throat> through her. I knew she was excited about it. So that just made it all that much better for me as a movie. Yeah. And so briefly, just real quick, did the 3D do anything for you? No. Well, the 3D was difficult because we were sitting in the, in the second row. Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, that's that's always hard. So, I don't know. Uh, I would kind of like to see it in 3D in the optimal sitting, but not really. I was in the back. Because it didn't yeah. do anything for me. Okay. Didn't just, do anything for it, me. Was, yeah. it was just... With with the fights going on in the sky, there's just so much going on. It almost got hard to watch, you yeah. know. But there's so much action going on, especially in those dog fights and stuff. Yeah. So it didn't do a whole lot for me, honestly. Yeah, it didn't do much for me either. I was in the second row as well with you, and I mean, I was able to follow it still, but it didn't really add it. Uh, yeah, luckily we'd seen it already. Correct. If that was a first, oh, I would have been upset. Ugh, yeah. Um, but my review, you know, I, I'll I'll put it in there too. The, the I, I'm kind of on. I'm I kind of a little bit of both of you. I think. My first viewing of it, you know, when we were, I mean, it would, I just, for one, I couldn't almost grasp the fact that we were getting ready to watch Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I, we were sitting there like two hours before sitting there like at Optimal, you know, we had great seats and I was thinking, my God, we're really going to watch episode seven right now tonight. And, uh, I had all these questions, you know, we, me and Casey had just done a podcast the night before and we put out our full predictions, like, who Kylo Ren was, who Ray was, what the order of the movie. We we tried to predict everything, and we thought we had it all, and we 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 knew that there was questions that we need answered. I felt like a lot of those were not answered. Yeah, I felt like there was a lot. Now, since then, I've got a lot of information from the encyclopedia and the and the novel and and, and books like that. So, which I could share with you guys more so today too. But so I've got a lot of those answered, but there's still there's still more. There's still a ton more, um, so I, 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 I went in thinking that I knew we wouldn't get all Luke, so I wasn't let down like a lot of people were. Um, so I, I was, I was thrilled with it. I, you know, the first showing, I was thrilled with it. I, I can't say I was really. It's gotten better. I think it's still thrilling to me, and and it's one of it's become definitely like an empire where I can I can put it in any day of the any day of the week and any hour of the day and just watch it. You know what I mean? So. Um, there's there's nothing slow about it really. It 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 picks off from you know right from the beginning when we see uh, stormtroopers landing on Jakku. So um, <clears throat> I think it was very well done. I mean I think the the movie was very well done. Now we'll get into our issues and stuff like that that we do have with it. But um, but overall, you know, I understand why it's making so much money. It, it, by, bottom line. So so I do want to get I do want to break down some things though before we get into kind of um, um, some other uh, topics, but uh, the first off, I do want to start off with the staple of every Star Wars movie, the, the crawl. crawl. Mm-hmm. Ah, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm gonna read the crawl real fast. Um, Luke Skywalker <laughs> has <laughs> vanished. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> you can continue. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. With the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. So, after you read that, for the first 
second, third, fourth time. Um, how are you feeling or how, what are your thoughts on the state of the universe at this point, 30 years after Return of the Jedi? Um, was it an, obviously it's not enough information to kind of catch you up because mm-hmm. Star Wars doesn't do that. Like the crawls don't catch, catch you up really. They just basically set you up for what you're about to see. Mm-hmm. So, um, just where, where are your thoughts? So after you read that, uh, um, the first time or even the second or third time. Yeah, I did take the second or third time to really process it. The first time you're just like, oh, I am yeah, watching Star Wars. I and, yeah. and, and all um, that. I, I felt like the galaxy was in good hands, basically. Everything was going pretty well. Everything's all right. Um, and now the First Order's risen. I did not anticipate the First Order to be as large as they were um, mm. and had a, a base that large. They've got great um, recruiting. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but to, to that extent, because you think, you think when they say the First Order <clears throat> has risen out of the ashes, you still think a pretty. They're still. They're like the rebellion, right? The, the the they're coming back and they're trying to do their thing, but they're full blown, which is a little more than I had anticipated just from the crawl. Right. I was like, oh, it's just gonna be. You know, I didn't think they'd have the Star Killer base at that point. So that's pretty far along in you yeah. know, a thirty year period to build something that big. Who knows? But that's uh, my initial was like, eh. and. Um, you know, Luke, you, you knew the whole time that it was about Luke, trying to figure out where he was. and um, that was Yeah, I, I echo that. You echo that? That's I echo <laughs> that. I echo base that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just tell me some of your – so what, what are some of your questions? Maybe I can answer some. So what are some of your questions in that 30-year gap that you had maybe after you read it? Like, Because, like, for example, like some of the ones I had were, okay, how long has Luke been gone? Yeah. Um, now, you get some of that when Han explains. You know, there was a you know mm-hmm. a, a apprentice that turned on him. But at what point? So, is he been gone ten years? Is he been gone twenty years? Is he been gone fifteen years? Um, you get a glimpse of Ray as a child, so you kind of start possibly tying that into the same time period. Um, so, what well, you know, and then the Republic, where's Coruscant and all this? You know, uh, you know, where's who's the chancellor? What, you know, what's the wise Leia not part of the government? What are they talking about in the Senate? I want to so, know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so why didn't we see that for two hours? Well, <laughs> 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 episode eight. But there's questions. There's questions on that stuff like that. So and the, oh, the government's pretty much wiped out at this point. <laughs> it is. Right? So so we don't we don't we don't get a sense of who's in the government at all at this point. Yeah, through this movie anyway. No, it's, it's like. Okay, they they were up there. Saw a picture of them, like watch a big red beam coming at them. That's about it. Yeah. That's all you really got. So all you have is the resistance now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, the so basically what happened was is that you you have you have a new republic that gets established after Return of the Jedi, and it's headed by Mon Mothma. At some well, what they do is they decide that the the government is not should not be just centered on Coruscant anymore. The government should be more about the people. So what they decide to do is they decide to move the Senate around to different systems pretty much annually. So it's moving from system to system so that more people can get involved in the shaping of the government. While this is happening, you know, they're, they're, the, the, the rebellion or now the new republic is still fighting the empire a little bit. 
the final battle is the Battle of Jakku, mm-hmm. which is a year after Return of the Jedi. So that kind of ended everything, and then there was a treaty that ended up coming out to being signed that ended the Empire's ability to recruit, to build more ships, to uh, build weapons, and they kind of scattered and kind of left, and then obviously started forming on the outside world of an unknown region, which is Starkiller Base, they started forming the First Order, right? Um, Leia finds out about this at some point. I don't, again, I don't know what time, you know, timeline wise, but then, and, and goes to the Republic saying that this, for, the First Order is a threat. The Republic didn't see it that way. So she organizes the resistance to fight against the, the First Order. Um, now, Mon Mothma at some point, at this point, is not the Chancellor anymore. If you, I don't know if you, if you know, but um, that shot where you do see a shot of the people on the planet that mm-hmm, blows up, mm-hmm. the alien that's sitting next to the kind of good-looking chick there, mm-hmm. he is the Chancellor. Oh. Um, okay. She is a very good, well-connected person. I think she's in security maybe or something like that, but she's, she's Leia's connection from the Resistance to the Republic. I got you. Right? So um, apparently you're supposed to get more of her character in other material. Um, So Leia made the decision of not wanting to be on the government side. She wanted to be on the fighting side. Like, as she tells Han, we both fell into kind of what we both do, right? Yeah. Um, So at that point, so so at that point, the Senate is housing itself on a Hosnian system. So the whole, and and basically uh, for some reason, uh, this part I don't really know, like they have the entire fleet with them all the time. Like, <laughs> like the Republic is not just the Senate. Like the entire Republic moves from world to world. So, like when they moved the Senate to the Hosnian system, they also moved the entire Armada. Basically, is housed at this place, right? So, when they blew up everything, they literally blew, blew up right. everything. Like there is nothing left of the Republic, pretty much. Which is which is mind boggling. After I read that and understood that, like. Yeah, there's nothing left. Nothing left yeah. There's nothing. And now, obviously, there's not a Star Killer, so I don't even really know how much First Order is left. But, you know, if, 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 if you know, if I, I actually counted the X-Wings. There were only seven X-Wings at the end of the... Right. When they left. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Falcon, right? So, um, so there ain't, <laughs> there ain't so, much. They're back the to battle, square one. Yeah, back I mean, the battle's one. like, almost like, you, you know... You got the Resistance, you got a couple of Stormtroopers, and you got the Dark Side. Yeah, you might as well just get, get on the battlefield there, and fight it out, right. because there's not much left. Obviously, Snoke is still around. We don't know where he is. There's there's big mystery on who's, where Snoke is and all that stuff. So, um, uh, uh, you know, and and how he, now his quick background he, to people that don't really know either he he has been around for a long time. He's he has been around. He knows he knows um, Anakin was Darth Vader. He knows uh, Luke and Leia are his kids and all that stuff. He knows he knows a lot. Um, so. Which understand, which is understanding why he knew Ben Solo would have a lot of power because he comes from that lineage. So, um, but anyway, that's there's a lot there to process that you just don't know. You just do not know unless you really research that stuff. You know, like my, you know, like we do as geeks. But uh, you just, I, I when I first read that crawl, I was dumbfounded still. And even after the movie, I was like, man, we weren't told anything about the establishment of the Republic, who was in charge, you know why Leia wasn't the chancellor or anything like that. Or, you know, we, we just weren't told any of that. And you have to, now that's part of Lucas's or not Lucas, but Lucas films. 
uh, agenda, right? To get you to go buy more books and read all that stuff <laughs> on that. So, um, so, um, so yeah. So, so state of republic in the beginning is is uh, they're 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 there and they don't feel like the first order is a threat, but the resistance and or and Leia do, and they're the ones fighting. They're, and they're not really getting much support from the republic, basically. So, um, which sounds familiar if you think yeah. about it. It's yeah. like a re- repeat of stuff. But sure. um, so let's get into uh, let's get into some some characters then. So, in the beginning of the movie, very similar. If you if you want to go down this path, eventually, it's very similar to New Hope. You know, we get introduced to a bunch of stormtroopers and Kylo Ren in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So, just tell me. Tell me your thoughts on the introduction of Kylo and then his journey and who he is as a character in the movie. Uh, Kylo Ren, to me, and I'm basing this on not not just his first entrance, very, you're right, it's very similar to Darth Vader. You don't know anything about him. You Mm -hmm. you know right off the bat he's incredibly powerful to stop a blast mid-air. So uh, for him to do that, I, you know... in the trailers and all that kind of stuff, I always it was such such quick shots. I was always like, his mask looks a little weird. It looks like a duck face at some point. <laughs> but you know, throughout the movie, you, you see that it's not like that. So, um, but I th- I honestly believe, and the, I'm, the, I'm gonna this is gonna be a bold statement. <laughs> um, Kylo Ren is literally w- one of the best layered, well rounded villains ever in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Easily. Uh, to me, he feels like what Anakin should have been. Um, struggling against the light, but really, you know, the little opposite. But he's, you know, people had complained that he's he's a he's a you know he's a petulant child by going off with the lightsaber and stuff. I thought that was okay. I mean, he is he's he's emotional. He's he's that's emotions drive the dark side, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and the fact that. You know his power at the beginning, how strong it is, uh, his anger that he has, his emotions, his just being unsure of himself. You know, he he can tell when he's talking with with Hux and and um, Snoke that he's there's times he's just like like he knows I'm pulled to the light side. He knows something's going on, so he's he's got that unsure part of himself, and he's trying to be tough and. Um, I like the fact that he didn't keep the helmet on the whole time, and mm-hmm. especially at the end in the fight in the snow. I thought he was – I thought he literally is was the best villain I've seen that you really get – like you can, you, can, you, can, you can get your head around. You know, like with Vader, for, when we first see Vader in the first movie, you know, he's just Vader. It is, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, Boba Fett, same thing. All the villains are just villains from the get-go. You don't have any sense of – you know, it wasn't until they tried to go back and show Anakin turning to the dark side that you actually have a sense of, okay, now I can actually feel for a bad guy. Kylo did that all in one one movie. Correct. Um, which hasn't been done so far. So I think he's he's easily um, one of the best villains I've seen. He's my favorite villain right now, honestly. <laughs> hmm. He's great. Yeah, uh, I love his character. I love what they did with him. I do hate him. Uh we have said spoilers. Yeah, I, don't, right? I don't. I don't. I mean, oh well, yeah, this I don't is like, I don't like spoilers. Him. I don't like. I'm like, hey, I'm coloring <laughs> fan. You know, okay. but, no, it's definitely no, spoilers. Definitely spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I hate that he killed Han Solo, killed his dad. I I hate him for that. I hate him. <laughs> but I agree with what Russell said. 
uh, yeah, with Darth Vader, he was just Darth Vader. And that, I love that, uh, especially when you only have four, five, and six. Um, well, more like four, five, and half of six before you, you know, find out that he does turn back to the light side and all that. It, he's just, he's bad for bad sake. And that's awesome. And that works for him. Of course, they're going to do something different for this one. And I think what they did, making him kind of a, a little bit of a brat and obviously not disciplined and you know i can just i can just hear luke saying this to him in episode eight you know you you just could never learn discipline and to control your emotions and this and that i can just hear it already um was really interesting and i love how he is a fanboy how he wears that helmet when it serves Mm -hmm. no purpose yeah right Mm -hmm. um and he's just doing it because he looks up to his grandpa you know Mm -hmm. um and he is obviously powerful i thought that when he stopped that's the laser blast and it was held like that for what five ten minutes until he finally let it go and it, it finished its trajectory. Like, wow, this guy is powerful, so powerful. And mm-hmm. to take, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later because there's a lot of people's gripes when he gets hit with the blast from Chewie and doesn't die like everyone else who ever gets hit by a blast with Chewie. Basically holds his innards in with what well, I can only imagine is he's using the force to hold his yeah. insides from spilling out and still takes on two people with lightsabers. Um, is amazing, and he hasn't even finished his training yet. Yeah, right. I saw that guy goes. I, I think it, I I know that complaint about him getting hit, but I just think it's again shows how powerful he really is. Like yeah. any other stormtrooper is going to get blown across the room. He's yeah. he's going to be like. Poof. All right, that hurt. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's basically yeah. well, when I see that. Yeah, and I don't I don't see it as well. He he bounces off him, but I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> it hurts. Also, it, it does beg the question too that that was a much farther distance than Poe shot. Why didn't he stop it? But well, I thought that too, but because, he had just killed his dad. Well, yeah, so true. his emotions I mean, were elsewhere. Well, that's fine. Yeah. That's but that, that's yeah. I had but that same but question. when you see it coming, he could have easily he could have easily stopped it. If I don't he think he it, saw it coming. It well, was, he didn't see the other one coming either. It yeah, came from he behind felt him. It. He felt it. But so, here he had just watched his killed his dad and watched his dad fall down an abyss. Um, I I think his force was yeah. aimed elsewhere yeah. at that yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to just eat it that he got hit. That's and he yeah. I mean he's, for for story's sake. Well, he had you know, to like have. we just said, he's not that disciplined. Or focused, so he just wasn't focusing on on his surroundings. He was in that moment, and, mm-hmm. you know that's that's something he needs to learn. Obviously, yeah, I, I'm with you, Russ. I think he's. Uh, it is pretty remarkable that we did get a lot of we did get a lot of Kylo. I don't I don't think there's much questioning about who he is anymore. Really, you know, um, maybe his his age, which really hasn't been released yet. Uh, Really could figure out the timeline of when he, you know, killed all the Jedi basically mm-hmm. that Luke was training and and um, and all that. But I think those are still a couple of questions that need to be answered. But but no, I think as far as the character now, the only issue I had now and and watching it last night, I really really wanted to pay attention to it because I didn't know if it was possible, which I don't think it is. But for me, I feel like it would have been a lot more powerful. Um. If we didn't see his face until Han asked him to take the helmet off, I could agree with that. Now we saw it first because of the Ray, the Ray mm-hmm. scene, which if you watch that Ray scene really and pay attention to it, 
there's no way he can do that scene without taking his mask off. Right. You right. need to see his eyes. You need to see his, his face. Right. Facial expressions. So, but I, I, I wish when he said, Ben, you know, you, he's like, I want to see the face. Of, you know, because yeah. then no, you don't right. really know what you're seeing sure. then. If, is it scarred or, you know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah. if it's a normal guy, you know, but you already knew what he looked like. So like, that kind of lessened it for me a little bit. Um, but I lo- I tell you what right now I love his voice I love what they did with his voice oh, yeah. yes I think his voice is fantastic yes um, and I think he did a great job I think uh, Adam Driver did a phenomenal job with that and I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad he's not following the Darth Maul path where he dies yes. we don't see him anymore right, yeah. we're definitely yeah. gonna see him mm-hmm. uh, in the next movie or two so um, all right so what about let's let's shift kind of to something that we've never seen in a in a Star Wars movie even though people. You know, there's people out there that claim this is just like a new hope. Okay, you can you can maybe make that argument. You can obviously make that argument a little bit with the story, but you really can't with the characters. And one per- character that we haven't had before is is a guy that has turned sides and defected, like Finn does from the stormtroopers. Um, what do you think about his overall character? Yeah, I loved his character. Um, and this obviously isn't something that happens very often. You know, defecting. Mm-hmm. from a stormtrooper unit. We didn't see any of that in the original trilogy or prequels or, you know, this is this is a first. So I think that says a lot about who he is, you know, to be trained from birth to do one thing and then yeah. you're finally at the big show and, <laughs> uh, and, and you don't pull the trigger and, you know, you just instantly know that this isn't for you. I, I, th- I think it's great. Um, he did have a little bit of a flaw and I can't remember if one of the two of you have already said it, but basically when he goes back with Han and Chewie to save Ray, he's really just there to save Ray. He's not there to oh, deactivate yeah. the shields and all that stuff. He's, he's I just did this so I could save Ray, which is heroic, but also I don't care <laughs> right. about anything else. I'm just obviously uh, I'm attracted to uh, the smuggler and uh, scavenger. And uh, I want to save. I want to save her. Yeah, that and I thought Han's reaction to that was was spot on. Like, yeah. just people relying on us. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> we'll use the force. <laughs> yeah, that's not how the force works. <laughs> like, I thought that was great too. That's to, one of the best to kind of point that Han, out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Now I, I felt much like you at that scene. There, I was, I was. That is a that if I have any gripe was it's. That was kind of glossed over and kind of cleaned up very neatly. You know, it's like I have no plan to do anything up here. I'm just here to save Ray. Okay, we have a confrontation, and then it's just like gets out of the elevator and goes, "I got an idea." And we kept it right. Yeah, we get fast. Like, oh, I have an idea. Now. So yeah. I, I, that was a little that was a little thin for me as far as the story goes because I did like right, and she and she just happened to be in the same sector. As yes. right. not yes. this whole base. Yes, yeah. So I was that was a little. I mean, I think I think there should be more consequences to that some way somehow um but finn as as a whole i did like i liked his character uh he had a lot more comedy involved in him than i I expected yeah Mm -hmm. um which was it was good i mean i think i think both him and him and poe kind of exhibit (laughs) a lot of different qualities from different characters and and make it their own yeah so uh i liked finn I, i feel like maybe he was a little like Towards the end there, and he's once he has that final battle with with Kylo, um, he's pretty much like, "Well, we're just gonna watch you lie there and see you next movie," type of thing. So, felt like he was kind of just 
let's push him off to the side here until <laughs> till next movie. So, but I mean, I like I think I think John Boyega did a great job as that character. And yeah, I liked it as funny as engaging. Yeah, entertaining. So yeah. Now a little quick, I, was, I do want to say a little quick backstory with Finn because there is some out there. Um, this was his first mission when he went to Jakku. He was never asked. Well, I wouldn't say that. Right before this mission, uh, he, he, he was part of a four-man group called a fire squad. So it was him. Who, he's FN 2187. He was with FN, uh, 20, I think it was 2199, uh, 2003, and then 2000. And they all had nicknames. Zeros, Slip, who was 2003, and then Nines was 2199. Now, he never got a nickname because he was kind of the outsider. He was always questioning why kind of questioning, you know, he always did the simulations and excelled at them. That's why Phasma put him in charge of this group. Um, but he was never quite sure about the combat side. He never really wanted to do it or understood why he do it. But again, he was kind of told from birth, you know, we are, the Republic is bad. They're, they're not running the government right. We need to run the government right, basically. But it wasn't really a forceful thing. So it wasn't until like right before the Jakku thing, they were... Long story short, they he, his fire squad was asked to take out these miners, and he never pulled the trigger. Slip, who he helped through a lot of the simulations, because he was kind of the the, the bad the bad of the apple, the rotten guy. So he would help him a lot. Um, Slip actually pulled the trigger on the guy that he was supposed to kill because he wanted to look good in, in front of Phasma, right? But before that could be resolved, that issue they got the call to go to Jakku. So it carried over. The guy that gets shot that puts the blood is Slip. Mm. So that's that's FN 2003. So that's what triggers, obviously, is like, oh, my, you know, this I, I, this, this is not what I want to do. This is not what I want to do. And then he gets asked to slaughter those people. Mm-hmm. So knowing that a little bit more, obviously, there is that understanding more of, of why he has that hesitation and all that stuff. So. Um, all right, so we get to the next, the third main character, Ray. Complete mystery, obviously, and everybody's still trying to figure out who she is. Um, but what overall about her story and everything? Um, I thought Ray was great. Uh, now, get, bear in mind, Daisy Ridley's first live action movie, full length movie. Yeah, if, if that was the first movie, she she nailed it. First movie, she did a great job. Um, a couple shorts she's been in, but that's the first movie. She uh, she really encompass that role of a scavenger of somebody who uh you know just wants to survive and 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 move along but forced into certain situations she can obviously defend herself she's tough she's resilient um and i think the way she's kind of molded and kind of guided towards everything in the movie itself i think her arc is one of the biggest ones we see mm-hmm. in the whole movie i mean she's a scavenger trying scavenging very little water to all of a sudden she's in full like new new scavenger clothes and then she's off to go find Luke so yeah. she had a huge arc in there and she and she fought the big bad so um i outside of i'm sure the issues we're going to talk about i thought she was a fantastic character mm-hmm. I, I love her character yeah okay. i'd agree with that I, I love how she's um Kind of a lot like Leia in that she's tough, you know, but relatable. But when she needs to be tough, you know, she can fight and has some sass about her. Uh, I thought that was thought that was great. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, and then we'll kind of just, I think we should, I was, I don't want to go through every one of them, but uh, we'll just skim through some of the other ones. What other characters kind of stood out for you guys? Um, like from notably for me, I think, I, I like you, I think you mentioned earlier, I like, I love, I loved Oscar Isaac's energy. Mm-hmm. I think he brought Poe. Um, like, I think to me, it's like, he's who I wish Wedge was. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. Wedge was so dry and you never really yeah. got much out of him. Right. You know, Th- this is, he was, he played that role f- fantastically. I mean, uh, uh, ever since, you know, giving Finn the name and, you know, you know, just talking to him when they reunited at the, hey, at the base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, th- he was perfect. And, and then I was really impressed with, um, with Maz. Yeah, Maz uh, was great. Yeah, so she was probably more. Mm-hmm. She was probably my favorite character outside of probably Kylo and, and outside the three. Maybe I think Maz was probably my favorite. Maz was awesome. I, I, that was one of the few like motion capture performances where I was just like I, I was just like I, I looked right past it. Mm-hmm. I was like so into like what she was saying her character and when she was doing things. I was like she was a yeah. Maz was awesome. She was a great character. Agreed. She had she. Had, she had a lot of Yoda qualities to sure. me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that, and she's uh, been around forever. Older, like, she's older than yeah. Yoda, basically. Yeah, basically. Uh, she's talking about over a thousand years, years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that's very interesting. And and I think I read too that um, she was she was taken from the Jedi, um, but she chose not to to be a Jedi. Mm. She because she didn't want to be. She wanted to use the the force because she's very force sensitive obviously she wanted to use it to avoid danger and not get involved in the whole struggle with dark and light right so she understands it and knows it but but chose to not be a part of mm-hmm. uh about the, the force and all that stuff yeah. and then real quick with uh backstory on people that don't maybe know max von Sydow's character i was gonna bring that up yeah. okay so uh do you guys know anything about him really no, I read, I read somewhere. So I said that 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 could be Kanan. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, there's. Oh, Kanan. 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 Um, yeah, I had that. I had, when I was Swing. watching it for the first time. When I was watching it for the first time, I when when uh, when uh, his name's his name's Lore Santeca is his name. So when Lore and Kylo were talking, like I had that brief moment where I'm like. Holy shit! That's Kanan and Ezra. <laughs> like Ezra turned, and then that's Kanan. Like, but no, but then it's not. So Lord Santeca is a, a a guy that's been around for a long time. He knows Leia. He knows the whole situation with the Jedi. He's around when the Jedi were taken over by the by the Clone Wars. Um, so he he him and all those people. They basically they had what was called actually the the Church of the Force. So they're they're a bunch of force followers. They're not force sensitive. They're force followers. They believe in the Jedi. They believe in the history of the Jedi and the peace of that they that they have. So after the Clone Wars, for all these years, he's been trying to keep that religion alive, and he's been trying to collect artifacts from the Jedi that the Sith and the Empire have been destroying. He's been trying to collect all that stuff, that heritage, to keep it because he still believed that the Jedi would return, right? They had returned briefly, obviously for however many years Luke was around. Um, but there is some discrepancy, which I got to figure out. But because in the crawl it says that he just acquired it, whereas I read earlier that he has always had the map. So I'm not sure which. Where this map come from? Who made the map? See, well, Luke apparently left left the map. Yeah, Luke left the map to be found. 
I don't know why, uh, you know, there's a, there's a question everybody's like, well, why does R2 all of a sudden trigger? You know, the reason R2 triggers is because BB-8 has the other piece, and he and somehow he senses that or he knows that he has the other piece, so it took that long for him to recharge to come on. Mm. But um, but apparently he was only able to trigger if someone if if another droid shows up with him with the other piece. So um, I don't know. I, I th- there's a lot of questions there still about about that. But um, um, so let's get into some of those. Let's get into some issues. So what what if any? What issues do you have with Star Wars: Force Awakens? Uh, most of my issues I've kind of just gotten over them as, as it were um i mean some of the some of the things were very you know one of the big issues and i'm only going on issues of what kind of the general issues people have with the movie is and one of the major ones being is how does ray having no knowledge of her being force sensitive um know how to do the jedi mind trick can fight Kylo Ren, who was trained by Luke Skywalker, <laughs> and beat him pretty handily. Um, how does that? How does that happen without any training whatsoever? That was been that's been like the big, like that's how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, it's a, it's a very thin thing. But uh, I chalk it up to you know my my reasoning for not letting it bother me too much is is that. That scene between Kylo and her, you know, when he kind of brings it out of her that she, she's seen things, she's things in her mind she has she's never seen before, and you know all the stuff that we saw like she she's been to the past and future without ever, ever actually being there. It's like in her head already, so that information's already locked away in her brain, and it's just now becoming unlocked. And Kylo realizes that um, she's starting to realize that, that she can see inside somebody else's mind. So, yeah, it's a stretch for her to go, you know, you're going to unlock me and walk out of the room type of thing. But she just saw into, she just saw into Kylo's mind and could sense that he was, he was scared. So it's, it's thin, <clears throat> but it's plausible to right. think that she would go, hey, let me get inside of this guy's head and make him do what I want him to do. You know, because that's what Kylo does to people. She said, I can see, maybe I can do it. I mean, th- yeah, it's a, it's a stretch. But... That's how I kind of chalk it up. And her, as far as like fighting and kind of learning as she goes along, maybe she, because we've already said that Kylo is in, uh, incredibly powerful with with the Force. Maybe it's just kind of all the spilling out on her at once, and she's you know seeing things and yeah, and and being able to not necessarily be trained, but she's she's using it to her advantage, and she has opened herself up to the Force. You know, it's not till the end, and when she's she. Said, you know, he says, I can teach you about the force. And she was like, all of a sudden the force, she's like, wait a minute. If I close my eyes and just focus, I mean, that's all she really had to do. So mm-hmm. it didn't make her a Jedi necessarily, but no. in that moment it could save her life. So, yeah, I think that's that's one of the big complaints people had uh, as far as that goes. I mean, that's th- that was the, a little thin for me, you know, mm-hmm. well, first time around but again like i said when you watch it with somebody who's never seen it before they don't they don't know any better yeah they're like oh that's kind of cool and funny they did that so yeah. so what about the story being similar similar to, to a new hope to a new hope um yeah you and i discussed this a little bit before the movie and i was a little f- 
afraid of that too. You know, it's going to start the same. It's going to be the same thing. Um, I think there are plenty of nods, and I think what they really had to do with this movie was, and I'm I'm appreciative that they did because a lot of this was for people like me who wanted to see, you know, a right. new hope somehow revisited and and tied into all these little things. Um, but I think they I think they definitely made their nods to the original, but still made the story their own. It's a totally different story. I mean. There again, I think there are always going to be similarities, especially when you have the when all the Force Jedi's and everything are all related. I mean, they're going to tie together, so there's going to be crossover in their storylines and what happens. Um, Ray really being the only one where we don't know how she fits into the story. So I'm sure once we do, we're going to get crossover stuff to to whatever it happens to be. Um, But I thought I thought they did an outstanding job. Again, like the, the the run at the end, it's still they're going through. It looks like they're going for you know in the Death Star, but he does it in a different way. He goes in, he's got to blow stuff up. He doesn't, you know, sh- <laughs> doesn't pr- do pro- proton torpedoes <laughs> into the center. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it, it knotted enough. It still did its own thing. I think Poe. I was afraid Poe would be, you know, Bo was going to have a new Han Solo, but I think he again kind of has those characteristics but it's his own character Poe's his own character now you know I don't, I don't see him as like oh that's the new Han Solo mm-hmm. you know I really don't he's a, he's a totally different character so I think they did a great job kind of balancing it and making it their own yeah yeah Russ I had a lot of the same problems the first time I watched it but as I like watched uh, people talk about it on YouTube or I read things you know f- for me like when when Ray got beat, I attributed or when Ray got beat, when Ray beat Kylo. <laughs> there we go. What movie did you see? Yeah, so? I don't know, made my own movie. Uh, I attributed that to he'd gotten that blast from from Chewie that would kill anyone else, but he and also he had that kind of that belt thing. I guess may have, of course, Stormtrooper's armor doesn't help him any, but um, that he was using a lot of the Force to keep his, basically, innards from spilling out. So a lot of that energy was spent on that. And the other thing was, as we saw in the end, he was saying, you know, I could train you, so maybe he didn't want to kill her off. Mm-hmm. He was, they always they always try to turn him before they kill him. Right. Um, so maybe, powerful. Maybe that was a thing. Well, Snow Kid said, yeah. bring her to me. Yeah. yeah. Bring the girl. Yeah. But, so he's like, I gotta, get, I gotta bring her. But I also think that she possibly has been trained before. You know, this is Luke's daughter, um, she'd been trained, and then when he put her in hiding, he did the forget all that stuff for now. You know, but when you need it, you can tap back into it because it is the Force Awakens. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and I have a question true. about that. Remind me. Okay. Um, I'll tell you real fast too. Before you, uh, I'll read a little bit about her background. Um, growing up on Jakku, she basically self-taught herself how to rebuild things. You know, take different pieces and scavenge and, and rebuild. She actually built a flight simulator, which she was able to train herself to be a pilot on thousands of different types of ships. So in simulation, she has flown pretty much everything. That's why a lot of people are like, how should she fly the Falcon and right away, you know, and, and do all those things? Well, she has that experience. She's been been doing that and and uh, on the pilot side and rebuilding and knows everything about all those. That's, yeah. that's, so it, it makes sense to be able her, for her to be able to do all that. Yeah. My one, not really just one, but my biggest one remaining, uh, complaint or call it a wish 
is that we never got to see Han, Luke, and Leia all together again on screen. And it was pretty remarkable that you have all three yeah. actors still alive, you know, 33, whatever it is, years yeah. later. And it's like, oh, Han, Luke, and Leia. And they're on the Falcon when, uh, when Finn said, you are Han Solo of the Rebellion. You knew Luke Skywalker. He said, yes, I knew. I knew him. I knew Luke. You know, that was a little heartbreaking right there because he disappeared and he hasn't seen him. And we, as an audience, will never get to experience that reunion. Ever yeah, again. and I haven't read or heard anything about that. Like, that's you're the only person Either. I've heard. That's I heard that. That's yeah. it, but that's it. Sucks. It sucks good, that we won't yeah, get to good, see them yeah. together. I, that's yeah, a good point. Again, they could have gone off on one last adventure. They could have kind of saved the day and ushered in the new group just mm-hmm. one last time. Yeah, but like I said, like uh, we had talked about maybe before. I don't know if I mentioned to you, but like to me, after a couple of viewings, this to me. Is a Han Solo film. I mean, I, I think I know it's setting up new characters, and we're going to get more of those in eight and nine. But to me, this was about Han Solo. This was about his journey from what happened, why when his son turned, to confronting Leia, to getting his trying to get his son back. Um, you know, let's make no mistake about. I I, I would have. I'm really curious to know the Michael Arndt script before. JJ and, and, and Lawrence Kasdan came in mm-hmm. because you know Lawrence Kasdan he always wanted to kill Han Solo off in the and, original trilogy and Harrison Ford wanted his character correct to die. <laughs> so they both got their wish in this you know and I, I and unfortunately I really kind of feel like uh, Harrison Ford said I'll do one more and that's it you know and and I think this was kind of set up to be the last you know the last time we'd see Han Solo in a movie so. Um, so, any other kind of issues uh, you really had? Because if not, no, I really no, want to kind. I really want to do hit real quick on that. Tell me about the death scene of Han Solo. What, what did you think about the death scene? Well, I think we all felt it coming until he stepped out onto the platform. I was still thinking that it was going to be Chewy, which would have been sad in itself. But I was thinking, ah. you know, because um, I'm blanking on the actor's name right now. Help me. For Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Peter Mayhew, as we know, is in, in the best health. Yes, is, someone else was also playing Chewie, though, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, you know, his legs and so forth. So I was thinking, okay, so this will probably be it for Chewie. But um, it turned out to be Han. But yeah, as soon as he stepped out, and you're kind of feeling it more when you knew that it was his son. Yeah, you know, okay, totally. Here we go. Um, I was expecting it a lot sooner. When they would cut back to that kind of medium shot over Han's shoulder to Kylo, I was just expecting to see that saber come up through Han's back. But they drug it out a little bit longer. But it sucked. <laughs> it sucked real fast. <laughs> it was sad, man. It was very sad. Now, and you had a a different... I did. I did. <laughs> oh, you were happy? You sick no. bastard. <laughs> no, not really that. No. Uh, I, I had a totally different reaction oh, to it. Oh, that's right. That's because for all of you out there that that were joking and, and trying to spoil the movie for people, t- f- coming from my perspective, you really screwed it up for me because uh, there was a particular 
post I saw the day the day before we saw the movie, um, somebody had just put out and basically just said, I'm putting this out there because I don't give a crap and I want to spoil stuff for people. And to me, that is just, I don't know. Uh, that just seems, I wouldn't do that to anybody, even if I didn't like the movie or I did, wasn't a fan of the franchise or I knew something. I mean, it's just... Why st- why take that away from people? I don't understand. I mean, I blame myself for being on being on social media before the movie anyway. I should have known better. But to have it like blatantly out there, you really do. You know, the whole time during the movie, I'm 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 anticipating the scene. I know when it's coming. I mean, everybody else does too. But I wish I would have had that same experience of oh crap, oh no, you know, type of thing. I was like, oh here it is. Yep, and that was coming. So. That really kind of sucked the life out of that scene for me, right? In the sense that the only thing that really saved it was again, I think the the acting between Harrison Ford and Adam Driver just made that just yeah. a crazy good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and for all the time, but I mean, in the movie itself, yes, I it was it sucked. I uh, didn't want to see Han go at all, but. Um, I know why they did it. I, I, you know, I understand that's that's the moment that that Kylo is like, I'm okay now. I'm I'm fully on the dark side now. This is what I have to do to become the dark side. Um, get rid of the light, and it, it, the lighting, the way it was shot, the way it was done, was just gorgeous. And the sun, um, the sun going this, out, yeah, the sun. That was just that was just that was the just, spotlight going out. That and, was ah. that was that was movie making right there. That was storytelling yeah. right there. That was yeah. just everything you could possibly imagine was coming in play there. Um, so, and you know, I think I think I think Harrison Ford got his. I think I think that is a just. He didn't death. go out like a punk. He did not. No. That's a, that's a just death for a character like. If Han ever Solo, he so. was going to be killed, I guess it had to be something. <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. And for him to, okay. and even after he's like already dead, and he just puts his hand on his son's face, and it's just like one last time. I was like, that was yeah, that sucked, man. And Chewie just like you know when Chewie oh, roars, yeah. you're just like uh, I don't know what it is about that. It's like same thing, kind of thing happened when you know when Ben died. You hear you know just that huge crescendo of like oh my god it's over type yeah. of thing and then the big battle breaks out afterwards that was just like yeah oh, okay I'm remembering a lot more things I was gonna say <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're all just they're all coming to me <laughs> quickly about because I didn't get to talk about how it was similar to uh, oh yeah New Hope right um, the first time I watched it that did stand out to me and it did kind of bug me I'm like wait wait really really, really? it did too and, me and where they came up with a plan so quickly like oh we're gonna hit it here okay break and they're like, that took two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you have a plan. Like before, they had stolen plans and they had to analyze them, it. analyzing them. And yeah. we think we'll do that. But this time it was like, yeah, oh, we'll hit it right. Th- Got it. Let's go. You know, we'll have this done. We'll have lunch. Uh, type of thing. <laughs> um, the more I see it, the less it bothers me because I know it's there. And I kind of attribute that to um, we're not as old as Russell. So some of us <laughs> can't, can't remember <laughs> seeing Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. You know, it's like, I I just remember being able to remember I was, things. Yeah, mine was VHS at home. Yeah, and then so. it's like, oh, I've, I don't know when I saw this first. I don't remember it, but I know the story, you know. It's like, hey, Empire Strikes Back, or I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi, they blow up the Death Star again, too. This is just like A New Hope. But you never think that because it's it's like when you get old enough to analyze those type of things, that's just the way it is. And there's no problem with it. The more times I watch Force Awakens, it's like, well, that's just the way it is, yeah. and I have less of a problem with it. That's that's just yeah. the story. That's just what it is. Yeah. They blow up, a, a you yeah. know, thing. It was kind of like, 
I thought it was funny that they chose the original Death Star instead of the second Death Star, which was, what, two and a half times larger right. to show up against the planet. Um, but it's like, oh, this one's 20 times bigger, however bigger. Yeah. And it can blow up five planets <laughs> at once. That was kind of a little... Eh. But again, you watch it more and more, and it's that's what it that's, is. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. No, you're right. That's the thing. Somebody had mentioned that, too. It was like, it's like, well, he says, you know, there's always a way to blow it up. It's like, yeah, you blew up two of them already. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't but, you think you could blow up this one? But I, I, but I, go, I do go <laughs> back to what you said earlier uh, in the beginning, was that I, I had a hard time buying that on how grand of a scale it was, and the fact that it was inside a planet, that's, it took them nearly 20 years to build the first Death Star, which they showed was that small. The moon, yeah. You want to tell me in less than 30 years, they completely tore into a planet and figured out how to attract the power of a sun? sun? And, I, you know, timing, I mean, and, and you look at... you. When General Hux is addressing, that's the entire First Order that is there. That's the entire First Order. Now, I know they, hey, there's a lot of droids and stuff that they can go to work. I don't know. I have, a, I have a hard time kind of thinking that they could do that. within. But it may come to fruition, who knows, that the Empire had been trying to do this for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah who knows? That's true. I don't know. That's true. That anyway. Been, that could have been a whole other... Um, so, I have, a, <laughs> I have a whole lot of... The Force Awakens thing? We want to talk about that? Yeah, well, okay. I basically just have a lot of questions now. Okay. Because <laughs> one of my topics is questions. Questions, so. okay. Let's do it. Was there, can can we pinpoint a moment when the Force awoke? I mean, obviously they're talking about when Rey realized it. Um, but it was before she touched the lightsaber. Because that scene with Snoke and Kylo Ren, there's been an awakening and we felt it. It was before she touched the lightsaber. Uh, when was the moment that it awoke? Very good question. Now, I don't know the definitive answer to that. I can tell you that that scene happened after Han got back on the Millennium Falcon, right? Um, it was after it was it was when they were, I think, on their way to Maz. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts to them because he says, "Now the droid is in your hands of your father." Mm-hmm. And then, um, or was it that scene? Shoot, I uh, think it was before that. Um, because Hux, Hux had just left to go prime left, the yeah. weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was right before they destroyed the Republic. Yeah, so they were. Yeah, so it was. They were on, they were the, on the way to Mars. Yeah. So he says, "Yeah, he says, you know, there's been an awakening. We felt it. Yes." And then he talks about not, I'm not going to be seduced with your with your help. I'm not going to be seduced, kind of thing. Um, I, I think I think because to me, anyway, I I, I think it's just the fact that Ray was now involved. I think. Um, her, because she's obviously force sensitive. Yeah, she's obviously. I think that part now that she had left the planet and she is out there now, mm-hmm. I think that is kind of the awakening, and that's what I think they're feeling. I think they're feeling somebody else is involved. And now. you're right. I'm, if you're talking like when you get increment timelines, it's like he says that right before the. the the saber, Luke's lightsaber calls out to her. That's so, true. So she's just, so he's like, eh, something's coming. And then boom, we see her yeah. get, this, mm-hmm. get the lightsaber. Good point. I think Good that's point. right. I think that's, yeah. Okay, another question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Kylo is talking to Darth Vader's, you know, scrunched yeah. up, burnt up helmet, he says, you know, show me the power of the dark side. Show me again. What do you think he's, he's almost talking like Vader has, shown him the power he's like please grandfather show me again 
the power of the dark side. Do you think there was something like that's true. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't think too much highly about that. Um but I will say this that there is there was concept art. You know, you probably both read this of Anakin Skywalker. Um Hayden Christensen notably and he's it's been rumored that he's some apparently going to make an appearance in episode 8 possibly. But the 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 uh, concept art for episode 7 had Anakin as he as as a person, half of his face, and then half of his face being kind of the cyborg-looking Darth Vader. And the, I think the concept that they were talking about doing was that he wasn't the Force Ghost that we technically he was he was that Force Ghost, but he was also still had the Vader in him. So he would he would show up sometimes in that conflict in that half. So you think Vader possibly Anakin. he's he's talked to possibly Darth he Vader's has shown ghosts. shown up to Kylo Ren hmm. is uh, is possibly I, I could buy that based on that conversation and the and the art yeah I I I didn't take it literally I I took it as you know he's he's been shown but he he feels the dark yeah. side and he's asking it's like it's like praying to someone's like right like, hey you know, yeah, show me the way say, show yeah. me give me. A reason yeah, to that do could this be a way. Type of thing. That could be mm-hmm. it. So that, I didn't take it as like he literally has talked to someone or he's literally shown him something in the past. He's like, I know the dark side is there. I did. I killed a bunch of Jedi. I know what it's like to feel the dark side. Help me feel it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> type of mm-hmm. thing. So how do you feel it again? Kill your father. Boom. Right. Done. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> and obviously, he didn't uh, learn a lot about Vader. I don't think from Luke. He obviously had learned it from Snoke. Yeah. Yeah. So Snoke has been around and knew, and I think we'll find out Snoke has been around through the, the days of the Empire and all that stuff. So whether or not he was okay. So real quick, I didn't even have this on the agenda, but is he? Is do you guys think he's plagueless? <laughs> I think he very well could be. I think he could be. But I it, think it could go either way. I yeah. I can see the arguments for it. The John Williams score being the same as the tragedy of Darth Plagueis from uh, Episode Three. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it's just whether they want to take the time to dive into that type of story and be like, "Oh, he Plagueis is actually, or um, Snoke is actually Plagueis." And here's, by the way, for those of you who don't know anything outside the movies, uh, that's that oh, guy and, we yeah. talked about in episode three. Right. And oh, and by the way, he's been around for seventy years. Yeah, because that's how long he would have had to been around for right, at least. Right. Yeah, yeah. Since I was, episode one. My only thing with that is, is that I told you this chad i'm not really sure why if again the emperor's gone the the empire is dead and the rising why he would still pretend to be somebody else like when you say hey i'm back like why i'm dark why again we talked about this too i'm not really sure my question is is that at least in the star wars universe there's a lot of you know kylo ren I'm not Ben Solo anymore. I killed him. I'm somebody else now. Everybody likes to take other names when they're trying to hide their identity. That's just how it works. That's that's the ultimate I'm your father moment that we're never going to get again. So my whole thing with that is I liked, and I'm not sure how you guys feel about this, but I liked how they kind of just flippantly or kind of just matter-of-factly said, you know, the droid is on the Millennium Falcon with your father, Han Solo, as opposed to being like, oh, we got to wait the entire movie to figure out, oh, they're father son, and then be grandfather. He just 
yeah. talking, talking, talking. Grandfather, boom, Vader. All right, so let's just yeah. yeah I like how they handle that. I was I was like I'm, I'm you and I talked about this. You're never gonna have I'm your father. Reach down, so you you know you'll never have that again. So I, I don't know why they keep trying to get that moment back. Like it's hide somebody and then reveal them later on. You know, it's like let's just get these characters going. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure why Plagueis would like hide for that long still. Like why is he Supreme Leader Snoke now? Well, maybe because, and I just kind of thought of this, um, they don't want to reveal the Sith. If he said, "Hey, everybody, I'm Darth Plagueis," it's like, "Oh, you're a Sith Lord. The Sith are back. The Sith are returned." If you know. Uh, they kept that's a good point hidden for a long because you, time because you think about it too like you can look at it both ways did Pal- Palpatine actually think he killed him right because if he did you know that was the whole thing of he never knew he never could re- save himself well maybe he figured out how to save himself and he's been hiding and that's why his face is so messed this up whole, uh, that's, that's, that's the only reason I think maybe he could be Plagueis because he looked like he died mm-hmm. um, he looked like he'd been battle weary or did Luke give him that scar or something like that right, who knows yeah. but uh why but doesn't he did, wear a mask? But did <laughs> Am I yeah, right? But did Sidious? <laughs> but did Here, Sidious? <laughs> did Sidious? Because in, in in and I don't know if this is canon anymore because it comes from the book of Dark Plagueis. So, but in that book, he killed Plagueis right after he became Chancellor. So we're talking in Episode One, right after he became Chancellor, he killed Plagueis because he knew he was he knew Dooku was kind of in the in the in the, in the waiting in the wings, right? Um. Well, he had Maul, and then you know. So at the time with Maul, there was actually three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so did he not die, and did he not recover for a while, and then thought, "Well, I'll see how this plays out," could, or did he fake the fa- lie to Anakin that he killed him and didn't yeah. actually kill him, yeah. and they were the rule of two still the whole time? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, it could be. Uh to borrow a Harry Potter thing, it could he could be a Baltimore Voldemort situation where it takes some time to come back from death. It's possible, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's possible. Um, but the but the the rumor is, and in in, in in some of the books, is that he's been around for a while, and that he has been Snoke for a while. So yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I've got two other questions. All right, <laughs> all right. First, um, looking at like the technology, looks like it's it's evolved some. You know, the X-Wings have changed. They're, they're targeting computers look a little bit more advanced. And I love how that contrasts to, like, the Millennium Falcon, which still just has a little... Love <laughs> the yeah. I love the thing. Um, but, like, in the very first scene when Poe is looking through his binoculars, it's still, like, that staticky, blue-looking type of thing that we see, like, uh, you know, in Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah. And all the other... Yeah, and, well, in all of them, really. Um, but then you have the hologram of Plagueis that looks like he's really there. Yes. And that's the only hologram that we see in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Has the hologram technology advanced to where it's photorealistic, but everything else, like the binoculars and everything else, is still kind of this old crappy looking. Why that? Or is it not, f- like, is he using the force to get there to materialize? I mean, I don't know. I would like that explained. Yeah. Why did he look so real? Until we're like, oh wait, he just disappeared. He's a hologram. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the hologram. I think they did change the hologram. Obviously, I think they didn't want to reveal that right away because I think everybody felt like he's really this big. guy that big. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the technology. <laughs> he's supposed to be really big. Is he? Yeah, he's supposed to be. Between, I would like for him to be like Yoda sized. He's supposed to be like seven, eight feet tall. Um, 
but I think I think I, I do have I do have a little bit of issues and questions with technology because that's one thing about you know re, you were talking about repeating the elements. I I would have I would have liked to see newer ships or different ships. You know, I know it was nostalgic to see a Tie Fighter and an X Wing again, but I would have been okay with a different ship, a different if, if the First Order had different type of TIE fighters or something like that. I don't know, you know. Well, they're a little different. They're, they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Different paint job. The X-Wings are the only different are the the, 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 the engines, engines are different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so... And yeah, I, I can't explain the binoculars. I think it's all nostalgic. I think they, they're just trying to connect it still with... Which, I, I, I again, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I, I think after 30 years, something would be different because you see a difference of the 19 years between three and four, you know? So... And I think that's what I think George did a good job with that. I think he used different technologies in the because it is a different era, it is a different time. So, I, I, you know, but we're going, but this movie was about really going back to, you know, yeah. going back to the Falcon, going back to the X Wing, going back to the TIE Fighters, yeah. um, still stormtroopers. You, you, you know, you think though, honestly, with the military, you know, an F 18 or F 16 or whatever it is, I mean, over a 30 year period. They don't change that much. That's, They're that's still right. yeah. a very good fighting ship, mm-hmm. yeah. so or plane. So they like they mod, you know, new technology inside of it possibly. Mm-hmm. But you know, the scope of the actual ship, and I think with the first order, they're just they're they're just they want to bring back. You know, they want to be nostalgic, but they want to keep in tradition of what Vader and 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 the Empire had brought. So they changed the logo a little bit. You know, yeah. and and. I think Poe made a good point when he when he gets in the Tie Fighter. He finally gets up. He's like, "Whoa, this thing moves!" <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "It's a pretty slick ship to fly Twin around in." Engine man, you know, you can't go wrong. So, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, the the visuals and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't give that much thought, honestly. Oh, but, I was immediately I'm like, hmm. I was like, I was, <laughs> "That's the stuff I, I like." I, 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 I was, I was, I was too. I was. But you got yeah. them. They're on a desert planet too. Um, it's I mean, yeah. get. Yeah, work true. as well. Wi-Fi might be that good down there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Right. So, so the signal's not reaching down. Three G down there. It's yeah, terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's a little staticky. You know. Uh, but my last question. Well, I did sort of have a question. Another one. Why is it never explained why Kylo Ren's lightsaber is so sparky? I don't know. I do know why. Do you? Yep. Let us know. So it, obviously, in in every lightsaber, the there's like what's called a kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. Now the kyber crystals, you know, are obviously found when Jedi's go through their what's called the gathering, and then they have to find their 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 crystal. And it actually chooses; they're not different colors; they're actually all white. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all white, or they're colorless or something. But it actually gets chosen when they build their lightsabers if it becomes a green or a blue. In our rare instances, like Mace Windu, it became purple. Um, but for some reason, every dark side wielder um, in, in the in the EU. They use artificial stones. That's why it was red, but I think that's been slated off and debunked. Now, and now that I, I guess it just dark side users always have red blades. Kylo Ren's Kyber crystal is cracked uh, and it's unstable, it. and it therefore shoots out in three different ways. That's why it has. He built the the hilt around it having um, the cross guard. So it's should be a normal red lightsaber, but because it's a cracked crystal, it that's the way it looks. It the way it does. 
Interesting. So now that it's all said and done, does anybody have a problem with Kylo Ren's hilt now? <laughs> I don't because we saw how he used exactly. it on his shoulder. Exactly. He's like, well, here you go. I can use it two uh, ways. Come in here to your camera. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 see how it right. works. Uh, yeah, so no, I don't. Um, so that's crack, also, ki- crack crystal. Okay, crack crystal. Crack crystal. I also kind of thought, you know, he's like, hmm, when well, my dad lost his hand, my uncle lost <laughs> his hand, I'm going to put a, you know, cross, <laughs> cross guard. guard. That's my Although, official. at okay. one point I did think that final fight when, when when she finally puts out his saber and she whips down on it, I thought for a second there she cut his hand off. No. Like, oh, <laughs> that would have been, you know, the thing, but he had yeah. two hands at the end. So. I am interested to see how... Disfigured he is in episode eight. Yeah, he got he got pretty marked up. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't lose a limb though. So no, he's, 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 he's okay. No, okay. There. His midichlorians are fine. His midichlorians are fine. Ah, that's, that's, uh, no, my official last question is: Do you take uh, Kylo's killing of Han moment as his Emperor's Chamber moment, where when Vader was in that situation, he decided to save Luke? Defeat the Emperor and go to the good, go to the light. Do you take that moment as he could have actually handed it over and gone to the light, or basically like if Vader had not saved Luke and let the Emperor kill them, it would equate to <clears throat> Kylo killing Han? Do you think that really was his moment where he went to the dark side, or for the next two movies, is it going to be about him choosing to in the end of the ninth movie? go back to the light side because he decides not to kill Leia or something? I mean, mm. how did how did you take... I took it... The well, the whole time, the whole killing, I took it as, you know, his di- his dialogue about, you know, knowing what he has to do, when he's not strong enough to do it, was his... He's talking to himself, but I have to... He's basically saying, yes. without saying it, I have to kill you so I can fully envelop myself in the dark side. Let go... Let go, let go of... of the, if I let go what of you... What is your If I let, let go, go of anything... You what is it, care to love or something like yeah. that? that once, you know. once I once I'm rid of you, I can fully be part of the dark side. I won't be torn apart anymore. Even though Leia's still out there. Pain. Okay, Leia's, but maybe he doesn't like his mom. Maybe no. he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Well, but, I I heard and I haven't read it myself. So this is just, Leia wasn't looking at him face to face. This is just secondhand knowledge. But I did hear that in the novelization, um, you know, he was hoping when he killed Han that he would feel less torn that he wouldn't feel torn anymore but he actually ended up feeling more torn he felt torn yeah I th- more I think so it, more so yeah, after correct. he did no i think he i think he i think he still questions but i think he expected it to completely turn him over mm-hmm. to the dark side but it didn't and it, it didn't and i don't think I, and i don't think we'll know i don't think people that don't deep dive deep into it will know that until they see the next movie right um but but I, but that's basically what he was saying was I, I need to kill you in order to fulfill my fulfill, yeah. my destiny of being as powerful as Darth Vader. Yeah, because you know, as what Ray said, that's what he fears, right? right. Not being as powerful as Darth Vader. So um, you have to do. You got to be. You got to do something Vader couldn't do. Yep. It was let his son die, or you know, vice versa. Well, vice but versa. but again, but see, I think this is more. I don't think that I don't think that's comparable because he had already turned, or he's. I don't, I, this I mean, is Va- to Vader, me. This is more of this is more when Anakin chose to to kill Mace, or let Mace get killed, or let Mace. Get, well, he stopped him from killing first. He attributed to the killing of Mace. So, to me, that that's the moment that this is to me. This is because I think. Well, I, well, I don't know because he's already been turned. 
but he's been fighting, you know. But he's not full Sith. He's not full. Well, he's not, yeah, he's not. Well, never go full Sith. No full Sith. And and again, there's not really that Sith. I don't know if it's. I guess it's Sith, but they're not. They're not using the Darth stuff anymore. But um, I don't know. I guess it's. I guess it's a little bit of both. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I, I think I think in the end is just for all these years, he's known he's he had the light side at one point, and he hasn't had that moment that most Sith have that they have to commit in order to fully commit themselves to the to the dark side. Um, and usually, it's killing somebody or letting somebody or, or unleashing your anger, right? I mean, that's what mm-hmm. the Emperor's trying Luke to do, right? Unleash your anger. Mm-hmm commit to the dark side you know kind of thing so kill your father Mm -hmm. so that's what i think it's this is like i have to kill i have to kill han in order to become Mm -hmm. this all-powerful dark dark side yielder so um all right any um last minute questions or any last things so the only question i will throw out to you to to end this who is ray Well, I want to I want to go different than everyone else, and I want to say that she's a no. Kenobi. I mean, truly, what do you believe? Do you, well, do you believe that? Now, I think there's more evidence to say that she is a Skywalker. Okay, I, I do, but I I I listened to the she's Obi Wan's granddaughter argument, and I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. And you know, most other people are going to say it's Skywalker, it's it's Luke's daughter. <coughs> so I could see that they do dress similar, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, they both use the mind trick. Yeah, right. Old Ben's signature move. Um, we do hear Obi Wan saying Ray in her vision. You know uh, that lightsaber spent a lot more time in Kenobi's possession than it did Anakin or Luke. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's the story of the Skywalkers, and you have. See, I don't know if they're trying to trick us in the end with hey. Father, daughter, or See, they're just saying, they "Hey, this is what it is." But so I would say I'm more on the side of it's Luke's daughter, but I could see and wouldn't be surprised if it was Kenobi's hmm. granddaughter. I, I, I agree actually with you. I, I think that I think I do think it's Luke's daughter. Um, I do have a. I don't know. I have a sneaking suspicion. That, again, I'm like you're like trying to trick us. I mean, would Luke? I mean, Luke's looking at her doesn't seem to be one of, oh, my daughter's back. You know, it's just more like, there's my lightsaber. Yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not fully on, like, I, I've been searching everywhere for that. <laughs> like, Where'd you find that? Like, I haven't, I, I still haven't been like, oh, it's definitely, like, I'm pretty sure. Let's put it that way. But I can see the theory of being Obi-Wan's granddaughter. That'd be kind of cool, too. I think that'd be cool to get the, the Kenobi's back involved in this whole mess. And then you as well, get that so. solo movie, not Han Solo. We're getting that, but the the solo Kenobi movie that shows when he, you know, on Tatooine, checks up with a girl and then <laughs> has a kid and then has a kid, which is Ray. Yeah, we could get all that in solo movies. Yeah, I'm I'm not buying it, but <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's Luke's daughter. Uh, I think you know. I haven't heard anybody really talking about it much, but the tombstone that Luke is standing next to, um, it's 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 evident that he's standing next to somebody, which I think is is Luke's wife, um, Ray's mother. Um, whether or not that's Mar Jade, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's that's going to happen or come to fruition. But uh, but I think uh, I think it's Luke's daughter. 
Now, I tell you one thing that I I'm gonna throw out one speculation that I think we'll see. A lot of people are because a lot of people are like you know uh, they're not really using the stories from the the EU and all that stuff. And uh, I think they're they're borrowing. You know, they're obviously borrowing. I think we are gonna find out though. I think we're gonna find out. I'm just throwing it out there. I think Kylo is a twin. I think there are solo twins still. Hmm. I think the daughter is out there somewhere. I don't think she became a Jedi. I don't think she. I think she's just working somewhere else or doing something else. But I think we're going to find out that he that there was a daughter and that there were solo twins. Um, now Ben, if everybody knows, Ben is borrowed from Luke's son, Ben Skywalker. Um, but they just took Ben and gave it to to Kylo, basically. So. Um, and so, Luke yeah. was pissed because, like, if I ever had a boy, I was going to name him. <laughs> right? What are you all doing? And I don't think Ray. I don't think Ray is her name. I think we'll find out her real name in Episode Eight. Mm. Uh, I, I did notice how Han was like Ray, huh? Hmm. It was kind of like you know. Well, that's what you. I don't all think went he with? knows. I don't think he knows. Well, he did. Now, you know. now, but it was a little sketchy that Leia. They never spoke to each other. That Except was another, may the force be with you, but yes. they hugged. Yes, when they hadn't met before. Uh, yeah, they could I, say, hey, I, you're force sensitive, I'm force sensitive, bring it in. But <laughs> <laughs> the the one thing that, yeah, right here. That, I agree with you, uh, I, yeah. It, it should have been Chewie, because Chewie rocked right past Leia, and this is right after Han died. It should have been Chewie that went to Leia and, and hugged her, because like, hey, you love Han, I love Han, but he just kind of walked off. And it was it was Finn and Leia that hugged and so Ray Ray and, Ray. Ray and Leia uh, yeah I yeah I agree uh, yeah I don't know yeah. uh, but I think I think we're gonna find out that's not her name and um, they'll correct it in special editions <laughs> <laughs> wow wow Emerald Emerald uh, on that note all right thanks for listening and watching guys um, we're gonna do a lot more of these co- in the coming year and uh, looking forward to uh, let me ask you this are you looking forward more to Episode eight or Rogue One? Episode eight, just because I haven't seen hardly anything. Of, yeah. uh, of okay. I'm excited for episode eight, but I, I'm I was telling Chad, I'm actually looking forward to Rogue One. Oh, I can't wait till Rogue One, man! I'm looking forward to yeah. to seeing new, something different. like something different in the Star Wars universe. You know, the first or, movie that's not episodic. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm excited about Rogue One. Yeah, I'm. St- I think we're gonna get a trailer on Civil War. Is what I think. Mm. I don't think we're not gonna see anything until Civil War. I think I'm I'm, I'm excited for Rogue One. I yeah. think it'll be a good movie. Hope so. Anyway. All right, so uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about in this movie as the, as the weeks and goes goes by. Number two, it's about to take number one in the box office uh, domestically and worldwide, probably after a couple of weeks after it gets released in China and, and more so. But it is, we're talking about the big, I mean, number one movie in all time. Is, has it got any kind of Oscar potential at all? You Sound editing. Yeah, I obviously mean, yeah. the sound, Effects, score, yeah, maybe, maybe score. cinematography, um, yeah, editing, visual. Because Avatar won a bunch of Academy Awards, right? I mean, it was yeah. up for best. It didn't win Best Picture, I don't think, but it was I up for Best know. Picture. Yeah, it lost is, to uh, Hurt Locker, I think. Which is ridiculous. Um, but it won a bunch of that it was awards, <laughs> visual effects awards. But it was nominated at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this even going to get nominated now that they take ten Best Picture movies? I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Okay, well. I can see it. Maybe JJ. You know, I mean, a new you, hope you know, was. JJ has never been nominated for an Academy Award. Right. So a new hope was nominated. It was. It was. All right, guys. Uh, I'm sure. Again, like I said, we'll talk about more about this as as the weeks go by. So, but he's Chad. I am. Hi. He's Russ. He is. I'm Dave. We're Twenty One Productions. This is the Twenty One Podcast. Thanks for listening. 
This has been a production of the 21 Network. For more great podcasts, visit 21network.com. To view additional content, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 21 Network. Follow us on Twitter at 21 Network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network for the fan and all of us.